0: everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost with her eternal cold. It is almost over. We're very excited about that. So welcome to the Paper Outpost podcast. This is the Joy of Junk Journals. Everything related to junk journals, paper crafting, life of a crafter, and answering your crafty questions. Today we're going to be talking about junk journals and valentines. And what does that mean to you? Maybe nothing, maybe everything. But let's just dive in since it's getting close to that time of year when maybe if you're making a junk journal um, a valentine themed junk journal or a romantic themed junk journal or possibly a red or a red and white junk journal Um, any of these can be tailored to a valentine theme you can have removable valentines that you hand create or possibly um, have uh, uh, tucked into pockets and tucks and things like that so that they could actually be removed at some point um and um, they could, um, uh, then the journal could be used as a regular journal all year long. So you do have options. Sorry, I am in my truck and I was going around a corner and the guy was texting in front of me and did not turn the corner, so I had to hurry him along with that little toot beep. It was a very polite toot beep, there was nothing pretentious or, you know, you know. Bullyish about the toot beep it was a very friendly toot beep and so like move along please <laughs> kindly and um all is well we are all rolling forward and um so yes so uh today is a lovely day i'm taking a friend to a doctor's appointment and uh, just uh, uh making sure that all is well and um uh, no, I'm not going to the doctor's, my friend is And it's not like, oh yeah, a friend, Pam No, it's really a friend Okay, now I can't, can't go through this yellow light We're near a school Okay, not that I go through yellow lights But we're definitely not going through this light Because we're near a school And uh, I don't even see a kid lit anywhere um, Maybe they're all tucked away in school Which as they should be, right? Yes Now this makes, takes me back to in school When, do you remember when uh, I don't know was it done like this in your day when you actually bought that pack of i don't know was it 20 valentines or 50 valentines little tiny cards and they were usually heart-shaped and they had elephants on them or ducks and things like that in cartoon figures and we would write little valentines to everybody everybody in the class got a valentine from everybody so nobody was left out and um I had the biggest crush on Michael, and when I got his Valentine, oh my goodness, you know, I pretended like it meant something, <laughs> and um, to me it did, but, you know, of course, Michael had absolutely no idea it did, and um, that, you know, never went anywhere, never never came to fruition, nothing, got nothing out of all those hopes and dreams, okay, don't even know where he ended up, um, but... Uh, Yes, absolutely. I do remember the Valentines and I'll bet you I still have them somewhere. I think I would have hung on to those uh, through time because that was a fun thing to hang on to. I have to go through my old boxes one day. Yes, yes, I have old boxes that need to be rummaged through. Um, One day I will go through them. Um, they're actually back in Canada, so it's not like I can just skip over there and, and check them out. And I haven't been back to Canada since, uh, pre COVID. So, um, era, not, not me COVID, but pre COVID. Um, so yeah. Oh, that sounded a little stronger than normal. Getting the voice back a little bit more and more. Um, hoping to get my higher ranges back. So I know I'm not, I'm not going for a gender, uh, uh, transformation surgery here um, because my voice is getting lower no it's just because I've been talking too much and I've had cold and my voice register just drops and I've been singing and my voice register drops when I uh, have tired vocal cords so I'm hoping um, my upper registers do come back as I would like to hear them back one day when Sonny would like to get his little happy voice back one day. Um, I think Sonny would really be cute on a Valentine. He's definitely my Valentine. There's no question about that. He can be yours too. I'll share him. Yeah, he loves to be everybody's Valentine. Um, uh, yes, so he's doing very well. He's very excited about Valentines. Um, no, he does not have a Valentine sweater. <laughs> um, but he. Uh, um, is looking forward to it. Uh, he won't be having any chocolate because dogs don't eat chocolate. So I will eat his chocolate, and for him, and maybe I'll make him little chicken chocolates or something like that. Just to, you know, so he can still feel like he's he's part of the celebration. And he said that would be just fine. If I could barbecue, charcoal roast them, he would even be happier. But um, I don't have a barbecue anymore, so that's not going to happen. But. Um, all is well and uh, so yeah you know Valentine and how does it weave into the junk journal world well maybe you're gonna do a completely dedicated junk journal uh, to Valentine and we can talk about that in a little bit but let's say you're not going whole hog you don't want to go whole hog maybe you just want to put a toe in the water maybe you're gonna make a regular journal a botanical journal a nature journal or whatever have you journal but you might tuck some valentine cards in it because maybe you're going to be giving it around valentine and day and that might be a nice way to uh, weave in some valentines into your junk journal so removable pieces or uh, handmade valentines now that could be very fun um, you could also do Um, valentine stylized pop-ups with hearts Um, you could totally do a heart journal and that could mean a lot of things from love or friendship or um, doesn't necessarily mean Valentine but it could around Valentine so there you go and um, you know a Valentine can just be friendship so that's okay or just that I think you're a really cool person and that's okay and um, so I think in a way Valentine's is for everybody uh, nobody need to feel excluded if you don't have a partner or mate or something like that nope totally unnecessary you can enjoy Valentine's with the richness and the fullness um, as it is meant to be enjoyed um, just for the sake of being and um, maybe you like little cupids maybe you like little uh, angels with bows and arrows the little cherub like angels with bows and arrows, which I think are Cupid's, um, and uh, I wonder what the history of Cupid is, and why 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 did Cupid come about? I'll bet you there's an interesting story on the history of the Cupid legend, and I, I think, is, is Cupid from mythology? I feel like Cupid is from mythology. I saw a play once where it was a Shakespearean stylized play, and there was a Cupid in it, so I'm wondering if anybody knows, get back to us because we all, we all want to know. And, um, so, uh, you know, I'm thinking back to, I, I actually collect old valentines. That's something I like to look for. And, um, sometimes they can be a little pricey. And they're, they're, you can find them. They're out there because we used to give them so much. I mean, are there e-Valentine cards now? Is that what people are doing? Uh, do they even write Valentine cards anymore, or the little ones? I don't know. Is it a thing? I sure hope it is a thing. Um, and it would be fun. I hope they still make them in class. Maybe kids are making their own little Valentines to give to each other. Okay, I live in a dream fairy world where where little house on the prairie still comes on at seven o'clock at night okay i know just leave me there in my bliss i'm it's my happy place um but uh maybe we should make some handmade valentines i think that would be fun or how about some uh, valentine greeting cards um that would be very fun Or oh, we could even paint some um or we could um uh, draw some with pen and ink or marker or pencil or colored pencils or we could make some with gelatos we could make a valentine masterboard um, oh you know we can do pockets and tucks and belly bands and things like that all in a stylized valentine theme i once did a completely red Red, like it was red and white or something. It was a mostly red journal. I went through, <clears throat> and it's probably one of the least colors that I, least frequently used colors of mine in journaling. But I really like it. I'm honoring it and embracing it as a neutral, and I think it is right up in front in Christmas and in Valentines. Let's, you know, uh, yes, definitely, and um, it has a, a wonderful presence when it is there, and. It is fun to go through all of your stuff and just pull out all the red stuff. And then you have this big pile of red stuff if you have piles of stuff, as some of us do. You know who I'm talking to. Those of you who, have, who contain the beast and you're, you're managing your flow well, good, good for you, hats off. Those of you who have piles of stuff, boxes of stuff, rooms of stuff, we can relate. What if you went through and you pulled out all the red stuff and you made a Valentine journal or two? Maybe a Valentine journal, a romance journal, a love journal, a Cupid journal. Hmm? Um, Just some random ideas. Maybe you have a favorite Valentine movie and you want to use a spin on a theme of that. Maybe you want to do some Jane Austen Pride and Prejudice or some type of romance novel weaved in with Valentine's themes. That could be that could be a lot of fun. So there's so many different ways that you can take the feeling of Valentine. And don't forget pink. Pink is a strong <clears throat> backup in the Valentine world. Remember the candied hearts? You can always be pretty comfortable when you're talking about the candied hearts because you sound like you know what you're talking about because they are a staple of Valentine. I don't know when they first started. I'm guessing maybe the 50s. They taste like chalk. But we all loved them, and it all boiled down to what the heart said. Some said, be my valentine, be mine, I'm yours. But there was never a bad one. It was like um, the fortune cookies of Valentine's Day. They were always happy, positive messages, and they just made you feel good because it felt like it was a little secret whisper from the universe about your love life. Like, it was going to be a good sign, whatever it was. And and we took it to mean that, and we ran with it. And, uh, you know, sometimes things worked out and they didn't. But we were just happy for those few seconds, and that's all that mattered at that moment. So we carried on. We soldiered on. uh, And today we soldier on with piles of red paper under our arms going forward into the open, uncharted wilderness to make our Valentine journals. And let's say... Let's say you don't have any red. You know, you're not a big red person. You don't buy red, you don't look for red. It doesn't end up on your doorstep red. Okay, so what do you do? Well, you go to your backup plan of where do you have pigment? Do you have food color? Do you have red paint? Do you have red dyes or inks? Do you have red lipstick? Wouldn't it be cute to put some red lipstick on and just kiss some paper? I mean, literally, kiss the paper. Now, if you're all freaked out about, you know, it touched somebody's lips and it's in a book, you could spray a sealant over it. It would be okay. Um, you could even spray, like, a a hairspray over it, like a, um, like a aerosol hairspray, and that will help seal it as well. Um or an acrylic sealant will seal it as well and there are a lot of matte lipsticks today that would make a very nice imprint with a red lips on on a piece of white paper and then you could go to town and cut little shapes and things like that and or make cards wouldn't that be cute with your own kiss oh, I think that's a great idea I think I'm going to make a valentine for my valentine with a real kiss oh well, that would be so cute um I think it would be cute, wouldn't it be? Maybe I'd better bring some chocolates just in case. Yeah, I think it's probably a good idea. Um, yeah, um, never hurts with chocolates. <coughs> so, um, what are you going to do to make Valentine's special for you? I mean, let's put aside doing it for everybody else and all the people that you might be thinking about giving a valentine to. But what would make it special for you? Maybe you want to kick up your heels and just enjoy the fact it's a chocolate holiday. And that's the cat's meow. Um, You know, there are certain holidays that come through with the chocolate. We, We have pretty much valentines and Easter in the bag. Halloween's a good runner-up. Sometimes you get lollipops, but, you know, hey, Christmas... Or, not Christmas. um, Valentine's and Easter, back-to-back. Yeah. Not bad chocolate holidays in my books. And, um... Maybe this year it's about giving a valentine to yourself. That's right. Then you can get the kind of chocolate you really want. Yes. That's it. Um... Uh I would say i probably buy myself a box of those Ferrar Rochers. I don't know if they says Ferrari Roachers. I don't know exactly how you say it, but it looks like Ferrar Rocher. But the little I don't know, those are really good. So maybe I'll buy myself a nice little box of those and just be happy. And uh, there's nothing wrong with that. It's only last one day because every box of chocolates is one serving. It doesn't matter how big or how small. It's like a box of Pepperidge Farm co- uh, cookies. You know, it's one serving. It, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. And uh, it's 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 good. And it, you know, these holidays. It seems like they come along a lot. But what? Are there, what, 12 holidays? I don't know exactly the number I'm guessing. But there are 365 days a year. So that's not that many holidays. So even if you had, if you only have two of them that are a box of chocolates, that's not too bad over a course of a year. Especially if the rest of the year you're running around doing things, you know, working off the chocolates. It's all right. It is. It's okay. Um, Maybe you made some New Year's resolutions. You're going to work off all the chocolates from last year. That's fine. Maybe you're going to do sugar free chocolates this year, or maybe you're going to go healthy chocolates like some kind of dark chocolate that tastes like chalk. We'll just stop at that. And um, why would anybody make chocolate and not have it be sweet? Oh, I don't know those those I know they're supposed to be good for you and all that kind of stuff but really can we talk I mean that's just like a cruel joke here's that luscious substance that you want without the other luscious substance that you want you know we'll give you flavor but no sweetness what what hello what I oh yeah it's good for me right okay well Hmm. okay um okay I, I'm totally buying myself a box of chocolates right now. I just talked myself into it. It might even happen today. Maybe I'm going to have a pre-box before the actual day. Because somebody has to poison test these guys. You know what I mean? Somebody's got to go in for the team. I'll, I'll I'll go in. I'll check it out. Yeah, I'll let you know if they're all safe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wouldn't it be awful? Don't anybody do this, but... If you went in, you know, you go into a store and it looked like somebody had opened all the boxes of chocolates and they took one bite out of one chocolate each just to test them. Yeah, if you see that, it was probably me because I, that will have been me poison testing all the chocolates in the world for all of you. I know where this is going. But, you know, there are a lot of foodies out there. I'm encountering a lot of foodies. And you know who you are, foodies. Um, so uh, there are sweet foodies, the chocolate foodies and other foodies, I'm sure. But, well, let's just talk about the chocolate aficionado foodies right now. They would have no problem with this. Now, they might say, you really need to buy every one of those boxes, Pam, before you, you know, buy before you bite, sister. Don't just go in in there and bite all the chocolates. The store owners would not be happy. Okay, I'm not going to go and open all the boxes and take a bite out of a chocolate, but could we use chocolate as a pigment? Well, now to me that that would be a perfectly <laughs> horrible waste of a perfectly good chocolate uh, because we have coffee and we have other we have brown paint and we have makeup and other things we could use for brown. Um, so if you had to put them all in a row, like what I would use, I would toss the dark chocolate in there. I, okay, I would because that that's an oxymoron: dark chocolate with no sweetness, like. 70% dark chocolate is an oxymoron to chocolate. Yeah, okay. Because, I don't know, I, I just, I just, I always remember that scene from the movie Titanic where they said, oh yes, this chocolate, would you like to, to have a chocolate? They say this they, this is going to really catch on someday. Ha <laughs> ha Oh gosh. I don't know where we're going down this little chocolate trend, but it's kind of fun because, um... I think, I, I know, I know I have tried um, using cocoa before to color things. I didn't, I don't think I got a really strong result, but I was hoping for cocoa scented paper. I, I don't, I don't think I ever achieved that, but it was a really nice thought in my mind as I was pondering hot chocolate at the moment and what, how wonderful that would be. And uh, there I was. Pondering, And I've also pondered with vanilla. You can ponder with vanilla, too. There's nothing wrong with that. They go well together. And um, so are you going to make a Valentine journal? It doesn't matter as long as you have fun and you enjoy the journey along. Okay, these guys are all waiting. I'll go. Um, So have fun. Happy crafting. And happy Valentine's when it gets here. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.